0: Hello and welcome to the updraft, a podcast designed for women age 45 plus by women age 45 plus. We talk about our unique opportunities, frustrations, challenges, triumphs, and wisdom that come with aging. The areas we explore include health, wellness, and self-care, relationships, career and entrepreneurship, financial and legal, and leaving a legacy. The Updraft is part of the Take Flight Summit, host of live events for women like us as we intentionally create our best phase of life. I'm Lisa Randolph, your host, and I am extremely jazzed and honored to have you here with me today on episode 13 of our show. All right, today we are going to talk about insurance and are you adequately covered? and what insurance we should be investing in as women age 45 plus. And to share with us on the subject, we have with us Ms. Ruby Scholes. She's the CEO and founder of the Sholes Agency. She's a financial professional, insurance agent, and an entrepreneur. Ruby is also a certified long-term care specialist. And she has a lot to share with us today, so let's dive in. Miss Ruby, welcome to the Updraft. How are you doing today?
1: Well, Lisa, I am doing awesome, and thank you so much for inviting me.
0: Oh, absolutely. It is a pleasure to have you here. And uh, so you're holding up good in the midst of uh, all of our, 2020 has been a year, hasn't it, Uh, with COVID and just all of the other, other uncertainties going on? So you're holding in there, hanging in there
1: yeah i
0: 'm hanging in there all so, right all right well, you know one of the things we 're talking about today is insurance, and because of everything that is going on i 'm sure that people are really trying to get their their ducks in a row, you know, as far as insurance wills, um, just all their their personal documents, and so what we 're talking about today is is definitely timely. And so I'm glad to have you here to talk about it. And uh, what I want to do is I want to just kind of start off and have you share with our ladies, our listeners, a little bit about yourself and uh, what led you to want to serve others as an insurance professional and especially women.
1: Well, Lisa, I kind of got a varied background. Uh, I've been a registered nurse for 43 years. Mm. Um, And during my time as a nurse, I've seen a lot of families going through a lot of drama, a lot of tragedies, Mm. Um, a lot of cases where if they had some things in place, it would be a lot easier to deal with. Um, Disease is happening to people at earlier ages now, and they can be so devastating, uh, financially and emotionally, but especially financially. Uh, they're, they're changing people's lives, and the fact that people don't understand insurance is what led me into the industry. Because when I, as a nurse, I knew that I, you know, was reaching uh, the end of my career as a nurse, but I felt like I had a lot more to give. And education, financial literacy, and helping people understand their options is fit my heart mm-hmm. because people don't know what they don't know. Right. And a lot of people come to sell and not to educate. So my goal was let me help you understand your options. That way, when you make a decision for your family, you're making it from an informed standpoint.
0: Ooh, I love that. So you know, you're like, I'm not trying to sell you. I'm trying to educate and empower you.
1: Yes, ma'am. And and,
0: and I know the people appreciate that. You know, because like you said, they can smell a salesperson coming. <laughs> a mile away, but you know, just like you said, I'm here to be an extension, um, you know, of the decisions you make about your life. I love that Ruby. I really love that.
1: The the thing is, is people need to understand how they can leave a legacy. And in the African-American community, it is a challenge. Uh, We have, we die earlier. We get the diseases. more than than other races mm-hmm. and we most of the time a lot of times die without insurance and mm-hmm. then we're good go fund and passing the plate at the church and just leaving a mess behind for our families
0: mm-hmm.
1: i've seen a lot of that and i want to be a, a part of a solution mm-hmm. to changing that for our communities i love that uh, there is a generational cycle of poverty amongst our people. And in order to break that that cycle, we need to start educating about options and how insurance can be one of the tools to help break that cycle.
0: Mm. Yeah, because most people just think health in, care insurance, you know? They don't think yes. about... Uh, and that's one type, but we're going to get into all of the other things that people don't know about. You know, some of our, of our ladies probably don't know about the different types of insurance um, mm-hmm. out there. So that's why we have you here with us today to tell us what okay. we need as, as we <laughs> enter this phase of our life or continue through it. So um, I know that, you know, as we talked about, there are a lot of insurances out there that you could have represented, Ruby, the different types Um, what made you decide to become a certified long-term care specialist? Because that's a very specific type.
1: Yeah, I have a portfolio of services. I offer all the different types of insurance. But the reason I became certified in long-term care is because of the need. Mm -hmm. Um, The statistics are showing that 7 out of 10 people, 65 or older, will need some type of long-term care. A lot of the long-term care is, is done at home, but sometimes it gets to where it can't be done at home. It needs to be done in the facility. And if you're not prepared for that, uh, the expense has bankrupt people. They have spent all their lives saving for a retirement and also to leave a legacy for their family, end up spending all of that to just provide care for the ones they love. So if you put long-term care insurance in place, then you're able to not spend down your money that you've saved all your life for, and you're still able to leave that legacy, plus provide that quality care for that family member. Because we don't wanna put our family members just anywhere. Right. It has to be someplace uh, that's a quality place that we know that they'll get good care that we are satisfied with and we know that they're happy with. and it takes money to be able to do that so I want to be able to help people know that what's available what can I get in place mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times right now we're looking at what we call a sandwich generation mm-hmm. where as women we're most likely to be the caregivers. Mm-hmm. But we're also dealing with our families growing up, our kids, we're having to deal with that. We have a job, we have a home, we have a husband, a lot of responsibilities. Then our parents are growing older and we have to look after them also. And that may be in a facility at some point if uh, they can no longer care for themselves or all, dementia or Alzheimer's takes a big enough home that they're uh, they're no longer safe in their environment. So you've got your kids growing older coming up, and your parents are growing older. You're caught in the middle. How am I going to take care of all these responsibilities and make sure mom and dad or whoever has what they need? So it takes some planning, and then sometimes people find out that they're dealing with all of this now, and they. If they, their parents have now become a burden to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They may not want to be a burden to their children, and they may want to get long-term care insurance in place so that if, it, if they have, they need it, that their kids won't be burdened with the financial uh, problem of taking care of them. So long-term care insurance is uh, a huge, but it takes talking to the right people to make sure you get the right thing in place.
0: Okay. Okay. You know, and it is something that a lot of people don't, they don't think about or they don't know about. And like you said, they do start digging into their retirement if something does happen and they just deplete, you know, um, that if somebody gets sick in the family, Um, just because that is so important, the whole long-term care piece of it. Should people be thinking about that? You know, um, the people that are listening, think about that at a younger age and not at an older age. So for instance, I, I have a friend, her, her mother got uh, just share a little story. Her mother got um, throat cancer when she was 64. And because she had purchased long-term care when she was 45, my friend and her sister didn't have to worry about caring for her. And her, her mother had the, the, you know, the vision of the foresight to go, I'm 45, but I still need to get this long-term care. So it's not that you purchase it when you're older, is that right? Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, um, insurance. The way it works is that the younger you are, mm-hmm. and the healthier you are, the less it's going to cost you. And insurance, you also have to qualify for. Mm-hmm. So usually, if you're younger, if you're 45, 40, 45. Most, you know, you, you're less likely to have a disease that would uh, keep you from qualifying for it. Plus, you get it at a younger age. You get it at a lower cost. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, those costs, a lot of times now, the costs are locked in. Past um, policies, the reason uh, some mm-hmm. people have to drop the policies is because the cost of insurance mm-hmm. went up to the point that they could no longer keep the policies. Right. But you have to be careful with the companies and the policies you're getting to make sure that that is uh, something that you don't have to worry about. Will the cost of this policy
0: go up as I age? Hmm. And that's true because but it can it be, be one year yeah. and, and your yeah. policy goes up dramatically. Yes, yes, I've just had a, a gentleman, uh, this week, uh, get
1: a policy, and uh, he was one year older a week ago, so his policy will cost him more than it would if he'd, have, he'd have, you know, got it a couple of weeks ago, so, yes. yeah, so people don't, people, we don't think about that, and we don't think about the cost going up with age, We're uh, procrastinators,
0: <laughs> well, and that's also, uh, it, it brings the point that it's it's important to revisit your policies on an annual basis because you do get older every year and find out if that is that is going to put you in the next age bracket, right?
1: Well, a lot of times with insurance, though, once you get the policy in place,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not going to go up uh, based on age. Some, you have to look at what your policy says. And like I said, the policies that I sell... Once I get that policy sold to that person, the rate that it is when I sell it is the rate it stays at. Mm -hmm. Not all policies are like that, so you have to know what you're getting. Okay. And then you, like you said, you do need to review those policies every year because your life changes. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the big challenges with making sure you look at them is beneficiaries. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have had some things happen that you know people don't think about. Sometimes you're married two or three times. Uh and you might have some know, people the, out there that can relate to that. <laughs> and then uh you're you with your third uh, wife mm-hmm. and you pass God calls you home. But you didn't change the beneficiary. Your first wife still has I uh, will get the benefit of the policy. Mm. And your current wife is left out. In the uh, because you did not look at your policy. A lot of times, you can't even find their policies. Uh, when I sit down with people to do a review, I'll you know, talk to them, i say, you know, I need to look at your policy. Well, it's somewhere. Um, I think I got it in the cabinet or file or something. They can't find it. And just imagine what kind of mess that would cause if God called them home and they don't know where their policy is. How will the family find those policies?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So one of the things you need, always need to do, you need to look at it every year. You just sit down with a professional, look at it every year. But you need to know where those policies are,
0: mm-hmm.
1: have them in a safe place, and have at least one person that you know of you could trust mm-hmm. to know what that information is, also. God calls you home, you can't come back here and fix it. Uh, I like think Will Rogers said uh, anybody that dies without life insurance uh, needs to be uh, made to come back and see the mess they left behind.
0: <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I don't think they want to see that. So everybody yeah. listen out there. Uh, you, don't wanna, you don't want to think about that mess that you left behind. So it's time for us to be proactive. So, uh, wow. With that said, Ruby, uh, are there other types of insurance? Because I'm sure that the ladies are out there thinking, you know, wow, what do I need to be considering um, as far as insurance at this stage of my life? So are there different types of insurance that you would recommend that they look at adding to their portfolio right now at this stage of life?
1: Uh, yeah, there are quite a, a few different types of insurance out there. Um, one of the things I recommend people do is to find an agent that they trust and sit down with that agent and look over what they have already. Mm-hmm. I have sit down with people and they'll say, oh, I got this $200,000 policy and I think that'll be all I need. Well, when I sit down and look at that policy, they've got 30000 worth of permanent policy, And 170 was an accidental death, Mm -hmm. but they didn't know that. And so if they passed away by natural causes, family only gets 30000 They don't get the 170 because it wasn't an accident. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at your policy. So there's different policies. There's term, which means kind of like renting. term and permanent. Term is kind of like renting a a, a house, uh, renting an apartment. Uh, You're going to be there for a certain term. It's going to be 10, 20, 30 years. And at the end of that term, that insurance will go away. And you will have to get another policy. And you'll be older. You may not be able to qualify. And it's going to cost you a lot more money. Then you have the option of permanent insurance. There's different types of permanent insurance. There's whole life. There's indexed life. And that's why it's important to sit down with a professional to help understand which would be a better fit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Permanent insurance has some benefits in that uh, the premiums don't go up in most cases. Um, you get cash accumulation. So it's going to build some cash value, like your house. If you're buying a house, it's going to build some equity in that house. So your life insurance policy, if it's a permanent policy, it's going to have some cash accumulation that you can use later in life. Mm-hmm. But now there's new types of policies called living benefits life insurance that it means it's insurance you don't have to die to use most people think oh i got insurance i'm not going to benefit from this unless i die but with living benefits if you get something like heart attack cancer or stroke Mm -hmm. you could and a bunch of other conditions they have them listed on in your policy as to which conditions that you could take you can take money out of your policy uh, Mm -hmm. to help you live now so Dying is not the worst thing you can happen to you. You think about all the people that have had a heart attack or a stroke or cancer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they may not be able to go to work. But when they can't go to work, the money stops. Is that correct? Yes, yeah, that's true. Most cases, most cases, unless they've got disability or some type of insurance that'll pay them. Right. But the money stops. Now do the bills stop? Oh no, they keep coming. <laughs> So imagine you are at home, you're sick, you're dealing with all of this, and there's no money coming in. Do you think you would be stressed about your bills?
0: Yes, slightly.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, if you're stressed about that, then that's going to affect your ability to heal Mm -hmm. and to recover from the disease that you're suffering with. Yes. So having a, a living benefits policy allows you to take money out of the policy help you live now pay those bills and take some of the stress off of you so you have a better chance of recovery without the stress
0: wow so and i'm sure a lot of the people that are listening um, a lot of ladies probably have never heard of the living benefit living policy living so benefits policies. it seems like that's one that they definitely want to put in their portfolio you know
1: yes, ma'am i think everyone yeah. needs to at least look at it and put it in their portfolio yeah. Uh, to me, some beats nothing. You know, if you can't afford a big policy or, for, you know, whatever you can afford. Mm-hmm. But you have to look at your budget and see what you can afford. And that way you know what plans can I put in place. Mm-hmm. So you've got the life insurance. You've got the term. You've got the permanent. You've got other types of insurance that go along with these to help fill the gaps. Things like cancer insurance that pays money directly to you. Mm-hmm. Heart attack, stroke insurance, ICU insurance that pays you if you're money to you if you're going into a nursing home, long, uh, going into an ICU. Because uh, when you get in the hospital or have a sickness, uh, it's kind of like an iceberg. You know, you see a certain amount on top of the iceberg, mm-hmm. but the biggest portion of it is below the water. So those other expenses that you don't even think about, uh, that comes along with uh, having a major disease are under the water. Mm. And you don't see them until you get that condition and you have to see all of these bills start to roll in. So there's a lot of things you can get in place to make sure that the gaps are are filled, along with long-term care insurance. And then those specialty insurance also short-term home uh, home health care insurance so there's a lot of things that are that can be out there that can help someone to uh, better survive mm-hmm. uh, a better way with uh, all the challenges that comes along with getting a major illness or, or dying you know uh, your income, is a thing that changes your family's life. And sometimes if you don't have the right amount in place, mm-hmm. sometimes your family's life, uh, quality of life is gonna change. Uh, the Wife may have to move back in with family. The husband may have to marry somebody quicker because he's got three small children he's taken care of and he needs some help. Mm-hmm. So having those insurances in place gives you options. Mm-hmm. You have time to grieve. If I lost my husband, uh, three days that they give you off work is not enough time for me uh, to be where I can function. Uh, but insurance gives you options.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You may be able to take off longer because you've got money coming in. Right. You're able to keep that roof over your over your head, and your kids don't have to change. Their zip code and their school.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And then
1: college for those children. College loan debt is higher right now than credit card debt. Oh, yeah. You want your kids to be a part of that. So, your ability to earn income uh, is what can change your family's life if God calls you home too soon or you get sick. Mm-hmm. So, it's up to us to look at. What do I need for my family? And what do I need to get? How do I need to get this in place? Right. And you need to do it soon. COVID has opened it up and brought it to our attention. Yes. Uh, That life is uncertain. And that it can change in the blink of an eye.
0: Blink, yes.
1: In the blink. And so uh, we just have to stop procrastinating so I'm gonna give you that definition of procrastination ladies so y'all listen
0: (laughs) all right everybody get your get your uh, get your little phone out and type it in there or or get your your paper and your pen ready to go because she's getting ready to to give you a little nugget about procrastination
1: yeah, this this is not mine. I didn't come up with it. Uh, a dear friend of mine uh, shared this in one of her seminars. Okay. The definition of procrastination is the arrogant assumption that you will have a chance to do tomorrow what God gave you a chance to do today. Say that again now. Uh, procrastination is the arrogant assumption okay. that you will have a chance to do tomorrow what God gave you a chance to do
0: today. Today is all you have, ladies. An arrogant assumption. We will definitely, um, I'm sure they took notes, but we're going to put that in the show notes as well, because that's a good one. That's a good one. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And that's that's about anything we're doing in life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, because we will put it off, we'll put it off, put it off. But if you put this off, it can definitely change your family dynamics.
0: Hmm. Woo, that was a lot of food for thought right there. Ms. Ruby. (laughs) Uh, But the thing,
1: Lisa, Lisa, what I love doing and why this fits my heart so much is that people don't know what they don't know. That's right. And so, what I want to happen is for people to be able to understand their options. I want you to know the difference between term and permanent insurance. I want you to understand how those can benefit your family. And then, when you make a decision about the coverage is for your family, you're making it from an informed standpoint yes. so that you can better understand, I've got this in place, I need to keep this in place because it's going to make or break my family. So you have to understand your options. Mm-hmm. And it's like one friend of mine um, got a policy when she was 50, mm-hmm. but she did not realize that that policy was going to go up as she aged. And then she got to a certain age; it went up so much that she could no longer maintain the policy. So she lost all the money that she had put into it. That's why it's so important to understand what you have.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Must have been a term policy because you lose. It was
1: a term yeah, policy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and but some of those go up. Has, yeah, they do. Each type yeah. of insurance has, uh, you know, its own like little fine print. <laughs>
1: That's right. Oh, uh, they say the yeah, they said the large print give it and the fine
0: print take it. There away. you go. There you go. So wow, that was that was uh that's some insight right there. Absolutely. So so what I'm hearing is it's very important to sit down with a professional so that you will know your options and then you'll be empowered. You can make the right choice for you and your family. Um, but you have some some really good uh um things that women can take a start taking a look at right now, the ladies that are listening to us, as far as their their options of uh, different types of insurance. I like that. I like that. So yeah. now some of our ladies, uh, Ruby, I'm going to shift a little bit and I want to talk a little bit about Medicare because uh, some of our listeners, our ladies, um, they're either getting to the stage where they're going to be needing Medicare, you know, entering that phase of of their life right now, or some are in it right now. And they're like, I am so confused about all these different plans that are out there. So can you kind of clarify a little bit the different types uh, or levels of of Medicare and, and just how somebody would navigate that space?
1: Uh, That's probably one of the most frustrating times of people's lives. Yeah. Because uh, they just need pretty much a big dumpster outside of their house uh, where they shred their stuff. and put it But once they get in close to 65, they start getting all of this mail and advertising about the, the different things of Medicare and the different type of plans and the phone rings off the hook. And so they're frustrated because they don't understand their options and uh, the people are trying to sell them not educative you go as to their options and that makes it very very frustrating. So with Medicare you have a few options.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you're turning 65 you have the option of staying with traditional Medicare okay. and there's a couple of parts as Part A, Part B mm-hmm. and Part D a. and then Part C, I'll, I'll cover in a little bit. So ABCDs of Medicare. <laughs> nice. So you have the option of staying with traditional Medicare or doing Part C, which is a Medicare Advantage plan. And so people aren't uh, don't understand the difference. For me, with Medicare, original Medicare,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I get to that age, that's the way I'll go, and that's because. I want to have choices in my care. If you have traditional Medicare, you can go for your care Mm -hmm. anywhere that Medicare is accepted. Okay. Medicare Advantage plans have limitations on where you can go for care and on the plan.
0: So what would be the benefit of doing that
1: then? I mean... Costs. Uh, advantage plans, you are disenrolled from traditional Medicare and moved into what we call privatized Medicare. So you've got companies out there that provide the advantage plans and they manage your healthcare. And when you manage something, you're looking at how can you cut costs right. and how can you save money? Sometimes that's based on networks. They have networks of doctors and hospitals and places that you can go that will negotiate prices with them and help save money. But it limits your options of where you can go for care. Interesting.
0: So, okay. So it's, it's, it's almost, you know, if you think about traditional health insurance, it's almost like a PPO versus a HMO, HMO kind of thing. Is that pretty much it? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's kind that's of the way it.
1: It, uh, it looks at but the thing is if you go with the medicare advantage plans mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: when you turn in 65 there are no health questions being asked you can get an advantage plan or you can get traditional medicare but after you, if, if you get an advantage plan uh, and you decide you want to go back to traditional medicare mm-hmm. you have to qualify to go back so there will be health questions and if you can't qualify you can't go back to traditional medicare wow. so and that's something you have to think about so you really need to sit down with a specialist and talk over your options and don't let anybody push you into doing anything that you don't understand
0: mm-hmm. man that right there was a huge nugget Ruby. Ladies, I hope you guys heard that. Those of you that are getting ready to, you know, hit that phase where you are eligible for Medicare. If you go, if you go advantage, you can't go back. So you, you have to qualify, you have to qualify to go back. And it's at certain ages. Yeah. So you have to
1: qualify to go
0: back. But can you um, go from traditional to advantage? Without qualifying or? Without qualifying, yeah. Okay, okay. So there's the difference. And then I said, traditional Medicare,
1: you have A and B. Mm -hmm. And then most people that go with A and B, they will get a supplement called a Medicare supplement. And it pays what Medicare does not pay. Because there's you go into the hospital, there's a copay you have to pay for Medicare. Uh, the doctors, you know, if you're using Part B, the doctors have a copay. Uh, so there's a lot of out-of-pocket for all of these plans. Mm. But when you do traditional Medicare, you have A and B, and then you get a supplement to pick up what, what the Medicare does not pay for, all those deductibles and stuff that you have to meet. And it is challenging to understand it
0: very challenging. Ooh, no wonder people get frustrated. You know, I remember my mother when she first uh, was eligible, I'd never seen her that stressed in my life. <laughs> She's like, it I know what imp- none of this means. <laughs> so yeah.
1: It is very, very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are people out there that are doing seminars that, you know, like Medicare 101 seminars, mm-hmm. they will explain all those options. Uh, so that you, you know, when you make that decision, you know you're making the best one for your pocketbook, right? And for your health going forward. Uh, so the thing is, ask the questions until you're satisfied with the answer, and do not let anybody push you into something that you don't understand. So ask the questions. Yes,
0: this They'll that's have the answer. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Know what you're getting into, Ruby. That's what you're telling mm-hmm. the ladies. Yes,
1: ma'am. Ask, Ask the okay. questions and know. So we have had people, you know, it's, it's a business. You know, insurance is a business. And it's just like anything else. There's some people that do it the right way. Some people do it just for the money. Mm-hmm. And they will do whatever. And sometimes they don't tell everything. Right. So that's why it's up to you to know. What you don't know. Exactly. And to keep asking questions till you understand. And the main thing is you know, uh, you've got A, B, C. C is Advantage Plan. D is Drug Plan. You got to know about the drug plan. Yeah, so D is Drug. Okay. Mm-hmm. D is Drugs. And if you've got traditional Medicare, then uh, you have to get a drug plan.
0: And that's mandatory. So you have to. That's mandatory at that. Yeah. You don't have to, but if you don't, they penalize you for not doing it. Now, see, ladies, there's another nugget. If you don't do the D, you get penalized. Wow. Okay. Now, if you're doing uh, the Advantage plan,
1: usually the drug plan is included with an Advantage plan. Like I said, it still
0: limits your choices of where you get care. So it's a challenge. Ooh, there's a lot to work through there. You, you. There's a you lot. Give us some good food for thought on that for a lot of people, you know. So I'm sure, I'm sure, a lot of note taking just happened right there. So, <laughs> man, thank you for being the flashlight on that one.
1: Yeah. Well, so the thing, the thing is, as we get older, mm-hmm. um, we just—it's Medicare is so confusing. Yeah. And you get so much information, just rammed down your throat that it is very frustrating it's very frustrating and then somebody will just oh I'm just going to do this I'm tired of fooling with it you know and it may not be the right decision so you just have to step back and make sure you get your information and make sure you understand your options before you sign on the dotted line because sometimes like I said if you go one way you can't go back Right. and if you you know it has you have to have you have to have qualifications. So with, with Medicare, if you're going into Medicare at 65, um, then there are no questions. There are no health questions. You're automatically enrolled okay. uh, if you've um, you worked 10 years or 40 quarters. Okay. So it, and that's part A is paid for already with your work history. Part B, mm-hmm. uh, there's a fee. Part B usually comes out of your Social Security check. Okay, and uh, and that's up to Medicare; it's set by them. And sometimes it goes up a little bit uh, every year. Sometimes it stays the same. Medicare sets that. You go with Part C, Advantage plan. Then um, that goes to pay for the Advantage plan, and then you have your drugs. So uh, it can be uh, very frustrating, very frustrating. Mm. If I had hair, it would, I'd pull it out, <laughs> try to figure it out. But since I don't have much, I don't have much to
0: pull out. There you go. So, you know, don't let it grow as you get ready to qualify for, uh, <laughs> Medicare. for Medicare. That way you don't have to worry about pulling it out. It's already gone. <laughs> So there's, there's
1: just yeah. so, so much information about Medicare that people need to know uh, that, that you, it takes a couple hours of a seminar to understand it. And there are people out there doing the seminars. So what I'm going to encourage people is to go to a Medicare seminar. Mm-hmm. There's lots of people doing it. You don't have to get insurance with that person that's doing the seminar, but you will get educated on what your options are. Right. Right. And that is the main thing. Get educated on your options. And in that way, you know, do I want to stay with traditional? Mm -hmm. Or will a Medicare Advantage plan work for me based on my budget? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, get that knowledge.
0: Mm. This
1: is my people perish for lack of knowledge.
0: There you go. Absolutely. And you know what? You just gave a very beautiful over uh, a higher level, uh, Explanation of how this thing works, but like you said, go to a seminar and let somebody really dig into what each of these things really means. But you've given a you've given a great nugget right there. Just what what each of these different a versus b versus d versus you know c. You know, a lot of the people listening had no idea what any of that meant. I know I didn't. So thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome.
1: (laughs) Uh, My thing, and uh, I. One of the reasons I got into the industry financial services is because the education piece of what we do fits Mm -hmm. my heart. Uh, So many people don't understand. And my thing is, I don't want people to be taken advantage of because they don't understand. So I want to help people understand their options.
0: And you know what that comes across, it comes across in uh, everything you're saying, you know, that you really genuinely care um, about what the listeners might be going through when it comes to, to the different insurances that are out there that they need to be aware of. So, so thank you for that, Miss Ruby. So, so uh, tell us, tell us, uh, since you have shed so much light on uh, the insurance, um, dilemma because for a lot of us it's a dilemma it's like what do i do um you know we want to thank you but we want to know what's next on the horizon for you what are you up to next ruby are you you know we talked about workshops are you gonna do you have any workshops you're going to be putting together or or thinking about or any new products you're going to add to your portfolio so why don't you share with our listeners what's next for you well
1: what's next for me is uh sky's the limit uh-huh. My thing is I'm always looking for what can help my clients uh, provide for them what they need because people don't have time to go out and shop and look around. Right. So when you come sit down with me, I want to be able to have a portfolio of services that I can feel whatever need you have or, or have created strategic relationships with other agents that may do what I don't do that say, Mm -hmm. I trust this person, you can sit down with them and they can help you in this area. But what I've recently added to my portfolio of insurances is the uh, cancer and the heart attack and stroke, and then the short-term home healthcare. Those are the three things that I've just recently added to my portfolio because there are big gaps that people don't have. Sometimes when they're working a job, they can have those on the job and they're less expensive, but sometimes when they leave that job, they can't take those with them. Gotcha. So uh, we need to make sure that people have those in place if they leave that job or whatever. So that once you get your, and then one thing about interest too, I forgot to mention is that if you've got insurance on the job, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. You need to have that, but you need to have your own policy independent of your work. And that's because you never know how long you're going to be on that job. And if you leave that job, sometimes you cannot take that insurance with you. In most cases, you can't. But let's say you've been on that job for 20 years Mm -hmm. and your insurance is very cheap. But 20 years down the road, you're Mm -hmm. 20 years older. You may have several medical conditions that make you unable to qualify Mm -hmm. or make your insurance higher. Mm -hmm. So get your own personal policy independent of your work while you're young enough and healthy enough to qualify and get a lower rate for. So if you've got just on the job, you need something of your own and just sit down with the, you know, an insurance professional. Mm -hmm. And I happen to know a very good one. (laughs) I bet you do. uh, (laughs) Mm-hmm. And uh, get something additional than what's on the job. But like I said, I'm always looking for what can I add to my portfolio
0: mm-hmm.
1: that can help make protect.
0: No, I love that. I love that because you're 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 looking for ways to provide additional services to your 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 clients or your customers. But if I look at what you just added, the cancer, heart attack, stroke, that those things are happening at an alarming rate for people right now. So the fact that you added that to your portfolio, um, that, that says a lot, you really do want to holistically take care of your people when they come to you. So are those the types of insurance you're saying that people should have in addition to if they are working a job? Um, yes, yes. Okay.
1: Uh, they need those in addition to, uh, If you're work, whether you work at a job or not, sometimes the jobs provide those for you, Mm -hmm. or you can purchase them on, you know, through your job. But there's a. I wanted to share these statistics with you about why they need them. Absolutely, please do. Uh, Up, lady. Cancer, cancer facts. Now, you know, uh, the statistics are saying one out of two men,
0: Mm.
1: and one out of three women will have uh, developed cancer in their lifetime. Wow, and then. 80 million people now have heart some type of heart disease. Strokes are happening every 40 seconds. Mm. And every four minutes, somebody dies from a stroke. And then think about this when Alzheimer's, dementia, mm-hmm. it says seven out of 10 people are projected uh, to need some type of long term care after the age, of, by the age of 65. And then with Alzheimer's, 5 million have it right now it's projected to be 14 million by 2050 that's 30 years away, 30 years away. Yeah. and then the cost in 2018 for long-term care uh was over 290 million dollars so think about these facts you need to get these things in place just in case something happens. wow uh, because once you get it it's too late to get the coverage and you're,
0: you know, you could be financially devastated. Whew. there again, more food for thought. <laughs> <laughs> we have our heads spinning right there. And those yeah. statistics uh, are definitely eye openers. And, you know, um, we'll, we'll put those in the notes because I think people need to, you know, if they didn't write those down, uh, we want to make sure that that they have that information accessible, so. Um, if you could share that with us, Ruby, we can put that in the in the notes
1: I tell you it's uh it's eye opening when you start looking at the statistics yeah of how this how the disease happens and what you know, those major causes of disease heart attack, cancer and stroke are three of the leading causes of death uh and then but people keep sitting back and procrastinating and not getting things in place. I just encourage people to wake up and get their families taken care of. Uh, At least go out and explore your options. Mm -hmm. Most agents will sit down with you for free Mm -hmm. and review your options with you, review your policies with you. I do a complimentary policy review. If you've got policies you need someone to look at with you to explain what you have already, and then look at the gaps, then sit down with a professional and oh, do right. that. The sooner, the better. Because as we know, tomorrow is not somebody promised. They can help them with that? <laughs> yeah, I have to know somebody they can help them with that. You know, tomorrow is not promised right. to us. So the sooner you can do it, the better. Um, yes. Because as I tell people, life insurance is not for the dead. Life insurance is for the living. It's for the people that you love the most. Mm -hmm. That you want to make sure that their quality of life doesn't change when God calls you home, Mm -hmm. or that you want to leave a legacy for them. Right. But it takes planning and a commitment because once you get it, you got to keep it in order for it to benefit your family. Mm -hmm. So it takes a it takes planning and it takes a commitment.
0: Um, yeah it does and I think especially for people who are self-employed which that's a whole different you know you really have to put that in your budget so um but there again it has to be an important line item yeah. so and I'm sure that that's something that um you know the the professional the you you guys as agents you sit down and really help people to map out that plan you know the, their insurance plans yeah so.
1: business business owners is a whole uh Basket of other uh, insurance <laughs> challenges, so to speak, they have a lot of other challenges they have to have addressed so uh
0: all right lady you yeah. that so see what i what I hear then is that uh that could be next on your horizon, miss Ruby is to uh have a a webinar or a workshop around that how how insurance works for those who are self employed you know but 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 even the the three areas, uh, the three services that you just added, you know, people need to be educated on that. So I see you having some, uh, you know, just some small seminars about that. So. Yeah.
1: COVID has made me uh, look at how I deliver information and how I connect with my, uh, with my clients. Um, I love doing seminars and that was one of the ways that I would get out there. And I have a list of seminars that I do, uh you know one is uh paying yourself first mm-hmm. uh, another one is leave a legacy not a mess
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh so there's some seminars that I would do but now I have to look at how can I still do this and uh reach the people so virtually in webinars looks like something that may be on my horizon COVID's making me uh <laughs>
0: Uh, think outside the box. There you so, go. You off that ledge a little bit of comfort. Uh-huh. You know what? Yeah. Just jump on there and do it because people need what you have to share, Ruby. So, so yeah, we're gonna look. We're gonna be looking for those Zoom classes coming out pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Right. Push, push me out there, ladies. <laughs> you out there? Uh-huh. It's time for you to fly. The I ladies out there that are listening need that. <laughs> So, well, well, as we as we um, come to the end of our, our time together, do you have any final advice or tips that you want to share with the ladies, Ruby? Well, how can I guess,
1: uh, how can they reach me? Well, I just want to encourage you ladies. One of the things is that you will probably bear the biggest responsibility for making sure your family is taken care of. Uh, we outlive the men ladies mm-hmm. so uh, you might want to make sure that everything is in order but and you most of us are the primary caregivers um, when anything uh, happens to family uh, mm-hmm. sometimes even family are friends so just be aware of what you need and be proactive yes get out there and get the information and make sure you have what you need uh i'm very easy to reach uh, i have a web page okay uh, pretty easy it's rubycholes.com and then on that page i have put some videos that explain the different types of insurance there's a video about term versus whole life explaining the differences Uh, there's something about paying yourself first, uh, long-term care. So there's a lot of videos that will help you understand what your needs are. And then you can always reach out to me. Uh, it's simple. Send me a text message is the best way to get me.
0: Text message
1: message is the best way to get me. And that's 903-244-1537. And that is an East Texas number, ladies. I am in Texarkana. Um, Texarkana, Texas. I'm on the Texas side. We are a um, border city. So it's a Texarkana, Texas and a Texarkana, Arkansas. So I'm a Texas girl.
0: All right, Texas girl. So you guys can text the Texas girl. (laughs) 903-244-1537. And we'll definitely put that uh, in the show notes as well so that you'll know how to, how to contact Miss Ruth. Yeah,
1: and like I said, if you go to the web page. There is a form on there that you can put your information and it'll come directly to me and then I can follow up with you from there also. So out of text or going to the website and uh, putting your information in uh, and I can you know reach out to you and contact you. Um, if for any reason you send me a message and I don't get back to you, send me another one. Because you know, I have senior moments, and uh,
0: <laughs> she's a woman. 45 uh, plus, you know. Yeah, I have senior moments. Sometimes I miss stuff. Y'all relate, uh, ladies. <laughs> so, <laughs> so help her out. Help her out. You know, uh, reach out more than once. So. There you go. <laughs> it has been such a delight to have you with us today, and uh, and I want to thank you so much for just uh, you know sharing your wisdom and knowledge with us as far as uh, what we need to be doing to uh, protect our families and to empower ourselves when it comes to insurance. And uh, before we do go, one thing I do like to ask our guest is how they plan on catching the updraft to take flight and live their best life. So that's my question to you. How are you going to catch the updraft, Ruby? You know, take off, propel, you know, to live the best phase of your life, which is now.
1: Which is now. Well, Lisa, I have looked at my life and I've looked at the areas that I need to improve in. And that is uh, professionally, financially, Um looking at my health, and my wellness,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, looking at stress, looking at having a better relationship with God mm-hmm. and improving my prayer life. Okay. And then in business life, uh, my plan is to recruit and train in the future. I would love to help other people do what I do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that is the, that's the goal for the next few years is to look at How can I recruit and train people so that they can uh, help other people? Can't do it alone. Yes. Uh, It takes a village. Yes, ma'am. Pretty much now to take care of everyone out there. But uh, that's one of the main things that's going to be on my horizon, recruiting and training other agents so that they can uh, make a difference in other people's lives. So my tagline is uh, live well, build wealth. And leave a legacy.
0: Live well, build wealth, and leave a life. legacy. And leave a legacy. So oh, no. that's beautiful. That's a beautiful way to take it out. And it's a beautiful way to catch the updraft. Helping other people to to f- learn how to fish. And if any of you ladies out there have been looking at getting into insurance, uh helping people that way, you just heard it. That that's Ruby's passion. So reach out to her. So Thank you again, my dear, for being here with with me today. Loved, loved being here.
1: And
0: thank you for the invitation.
1: Anytime, reach out. I love to talk.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. So we we will make sure that we have all your contact information there. And uh, I want to once again, thank you again, Ruby, for all the insights. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for being with us today on our 13th episode of the Updraft. Now, if you've missed any of our previous episodes, you can check them out wherever you usually listen to your podcast, and please share with your friends. We would really appreciate that and love it. And to learn more about our live Take Flight events, which due to COVID, we've had to pivot and they are now virtual monthly mini summits. For the women age 45 and over, and you don't want to miss it. But you can go to our website at www.takeflightsummit.com and learn about the many summits that we host monthly. Um, Promise you, you don't want to miss out. And we also have a bookstore on our site where all the authors are age 45 and over. If you're an uh, author uh, that has a book and you are within our age demographic, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Send us an email um, so that we can take a look at hosting your book as well. And once again, I am Lisa Randolph. I'm your host. And I look forward to having you take flight with us in the future. And until then, here's to your holistic wealth, health, and success. Peace and blessings to you. Take care. Be safe. Bye-bye.